This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Regardless of your income level, you can learn to treat money as the rich do. Building your wealth by investing more and avoiding debt. We'll hear from a recognized money expert. People like myself, we use debt to buy apartment houses, oil wells, things that make us money. Unfortunately, the poor middle class use debt to buy a house and a car, things that cost them money. Then, if you're facing a complex medical problem, it's important to get a second opinion, according to research by a leading medical doctor. Trust your instincts. If you're not understanding or comfortable with what you're hearing, seek a second opinion. And if you're facing a major healthcare decision, that might be another reason to seek an opinion. Those two stories and more are coming your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Stay tuned. InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. 20 years ago, a best-selling personal finance book was first published, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. The book went on to sell 35 million copies, and it's now available in a 20th anniversary edition. Joining us is the author, Robert T. Kiyosaki. Robert, have the personal finance messages in your book changed over the last 20 years? The answer is no. Unfortunately, I use that word carefully, rich dad's, poor dad's message is more true today than 20 years ago. For example, 20 years ago, I said your house is not an asset. And then 10 years ago, the housing market collapsed. And then because the housing market collapsed, another thing I said in rich dad, poor dad is that savers are losers. And because the housing market collapsed, the stock market collapsed, and the bank starts to collapse, They dropped interest rates to below zero in certain parts of the world. And yet people still say to their kids, save money. But why would you save money when they're printing money faster and interest rates are at all-time lows? So that's why Rich Dad Poor Dad is more relevant today than 20 years ago. Why does it seem that the middle class in America is having such a tough time these days? It's because, as you know, with globalization... Blue-collar jobs moved out of America to places like India, Mexico, and China. And the reason the middle class is having more trouble today is due to, you know, the robots and artificial intelligence, is white-collar jobs are starting to move out now. Because today I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's actually quite entertaining to see these cars, Uber cars and Google cars, driving around the streets of Arizona without a driver in them. <laughs> and when I look at that, I go, what does that mean? That means people without jobs. Yeah, it sure does. Now, one of the things that you talk about in your book is good debt and bad debt. What does that mean? Right. You know, for poor people, they're always taught to cut up their credit cards. Now, I don't know how you can cut up your credit cards because I can't live without a credit card today. And I can't check into a hotel or rent a car with it or buy something on TV. And other people say live debt-free, and that's pretty good for the middle class. But on the opposite side of the coin is people like myself, we use debt as money to get rich. So we use debt to buy apartment houses, to buy oil wells, to buy things that make us money. Unfortunately, the poor middle class use debt or bad debt to buy a house and a car, things that cost them money. So that's the difference in good debt and bad debt. So my rich dad taught me how to use good debt by teaching me to play Monopoly. 
And today, I just play Monopoly in real life, and I don't need money because the bankers will always give me as much money as I want as long as I'm buying real estate, investment-grade real estate with them. You mentioned that teaching kids to save isn't the wisest thing. What do you suggest instead as advice for kids? Well, number one, as most kids are born entrepreneurs, I'd encourage them to be an entrepreneur, first of all, because then they can provide jobs rather than look for a job. But secondarily, I would have them watch interest rates. Because they just blindly say to a child, save money and interest rates are below 5%. That makes no sense because inflation is running at 6%. So just by observing the price of money versus interest plus inflation, the child understands why their cash is worth less and less every day. It's really ridiculous. We're talking with entrepreneur, educator, investor, and author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. One of the chapters in your book, the first chapter, is The Rich Don't Work for Money. Can you explain that to us? As I said, you know, my poor dad was an academic, PhD, went to Stanford, Northwestern University of Chicago. He was head of education for Hawaii. But he trained me to be an employee, go to school and get a job. And my rich dad was an entrepreneur, and he gave me my financial education playing Monopoly. So my poor dad was teaching me to be a working-class person, be a doctor or a lawyer or a schoolteacher. And my rich dad was teaching me to be an investor-class person. So today, I don't have a 401k or an IRA or a pension plan. Today, I'm a professional investor. So the reason the rich don't work for money is we're taught to be investor-class people. And in the last 20 years, those who were investors made more money than the people who are working class. So that's why this whole world is upside down right now. I suggest teaching your kids to play Monopoly so they start to learn to be investor-class people versus working class. Speaking of this, you describe a national financial illiteracy epidemic. Any ideas on how we can get people to understand finances better? Well... Chris, I don't know if you pick it up in my tone, but I think our problem is our school system. And our school system is like my poor dad. They're very good people, but they're school teachers. They don't know anything about money. I'm not Republican or Democrat. I'm just saying our leaders don't know much about money either. You know, this is my complaint. You know, why do so many politicians go into politics poor but leave rich? <laughs> that cracks me up. Everybody's ripping everybody off. It's the taxpayer, it's the working guy that pays for it. The problem actually starts in school, which is my poor dad's territory. My poor dad was head of the teachers' union and all this. They don't know much about money. Again, I say teachers are good people, but my poor dad died poor, and he was an employee. And my rich dad taught me to be an entrepreneur playing Monopoly. And that subtle difference in my brain made all the difference in the world, which is why I wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because I could see this crisis coming today. You know, today, there's going to be fewer and fewer jobs. I hate to bring the bad news, but most of us know that. Even McDonald's right now is working on a McDonald's franchise that can operate with one person. So this idea of being a hamburger flipper, even that's an obsolete idea. So the robots are coming, artificial intelligence is going to take jobs out. So it really is up to the parents to change the way they think and then read for themselves as well as for their children. Speaking of not working, you have sold 35 million copies of your book, and obviously you're a successful investor, but you're still promoting your book, and you're out there doing interviews and so on. What is the drive that keeps you going with this? It's the same reason. It's kind of a mission. I went to military school, and I was a Marine pilot in Vietnam. 
You know, the first word we're taught at military school is mission, honor, duty, code, and respect. And I, I went to my MBA program. I never heard those words. That's the big difference. I don't work for the money anymore. I work for the mission. You have an entire chapter on overcoming obstacles. What do you see as the biggest obstacles to building wealth? The biggest mistake I think schools make is they punish you for making mistakes. I mean, how in the world do you learn if you don't make mistakes? For example, as a kid learns to walk, the kid has to fall down. Well, when they learn to ride a bicycle, they fall off. But you go to school, they tell you to memorize answers, and if you make a mistake, you're labeled stupid. So what happens is when a person runs into an obstacle called not enough money or they lose their job or something, what comes up for them is the fear of making another mistake. Because in schools, the people that make the most mistakes are labeled stupid. Yet the entrepreneurs that make the most mistakes are labeled smart, and they become rich. For example, Thomas Edison failed a thousand times before making the electric light bulb or whatever he did. So the problem with schools, they punish you for making mistakes, and that leaves you paralyzed, stuck in a job, just working for this paycheck, and afraid of venturing outside of the so-called world of security. And that's the biggest obstacle. The obstacle is our school system teach punishing kids for making mistakes. When if you look at it, mistakes are how we learn. I've made so many mistakes, that's why I'm a rich man. We interviewed you years ago. I don't recall when it was. During the interview, I said, do you have any investment tips for our listeners? And you said at that time, buy silver. Yep. I never did that, but I did watch the prices, and they they did go up. So that was pretty good advice at that point. Well, there's a reason for silver. is because there's only two precious metals. One is gold and one is silver. That's money. And silver is a better investment because today it's under 20. When I told you that it was about four, today it's about 18. But everybody can afford a $20 silver U.S. Eagle. Everybody can afford that. And that's how you start. You buy one coin, two coins. I never sell them. I just buy them and I stash them away. And then when I have enough of them, I trade them in for gold coins. And I never sell my gold coins. I just keep acquiring gold and silver because that's real money. And if the dollar goes away, which it might, or the yen goes away, the euro goes away, gold and silver will still be here. Robert, we're almost out of time. I just wonder if you have any last words of advice for our listeners. I would say, especially to the younger people, I'm a baby boomer, and baby boomers had it really easy. But I caution you, 70% of all baby boomers will be in trouble in the next 20 years because they can't afford to retire. So if you're not a baby boomer, you're younger, I wouldn't follow the baby boomer's advice and start seeking your own information right now. Because everything has changed. The world is different. I think everybody should have more financial education, not less. Something not taught in schools. The book is Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the 20th anniversary edition. Robert T. Kiyosaki is the author. Robert, thank you so much for joining us today. Chris, thank you for the time. I appreciate it. Next, before agreeing to medical care, a second opinion could save your life. That story, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 